So, hello. It's 2.19 a.m. And I'm still going to consider this Monday. You know, I tried to do this podcast earlier today, but my sister called me. And we started talking. And we started laughing. And my this is my old, one of my older sisters. I have two older sisters. This is my second older sister. She never calls me, y'all. So I had to pick up the phone. So we still going to include this to be Monday. Because once we talk... Then my day just started and I just, it just got crazy. So I never was able to do my first Monday podcast and I'm not going to let it go by because I waited so long because I said I want to wait till I have the time. So now I have the time. So I'm not going to just let the days go by. So anyway, thank you for listening to KRD Podcast. That's me, Kimar Robert Davis. And it's a pleasure to have made it through this crazy weekend out here in Atlanta. And I uh, had a wonderful time in church Sunday. Sundays are one of my favorite days. Even though I'd be so exhausted from the week, I still get up and go to church because God is good. And I um, love going to be with my church family. So, yeah. But um, just... Um, Thinking about this week that's coming up, so many awesome things we got going on. You know, I'm just gonna jump right in though, because if I see Kim K, yes, Kim Kardashian, um, meeting with the president again, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's nothing we could do. I mean, come on, it's a lot of weird stuff going on. You got Kanye, part of the KKK. <laughs> Kim K is getting black women out of prison early. And Donald Trump is still the president. So yeah, we this is a lot of weird stuff going on now. You know, I and the weird part about it is, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I've always been a fan of Donald Trump, the businessman, the spoiled son, the wealthy billionaire. You know what I mean? I've always been a fan of his. I loved, um, I love all of his businesses, the Trump Towers, um, too expensive. I've never stayed in one, but I love driving by them <laughs> and they look nice. And, um, yeah, man, I love, um, the Trump that used to hang out with all the rap stars and hip hop heads loved him. And, um, yeah, you know, we love Trump for different reasons. But it's just weird having him as our president because you know how fickle and careless he is and how he just like to throw his hands up. So I don't know if now that I said that, excuse me, now that I said that, I don't know if Trump is really a problem or if this is something that he's doing because so many people counting him out in life like, oh, dude, you're fuck up. <laughs> You're, hey, bro, you're a fuck up. You don't know how many times Trump's dad, even though he left him an inheritance, you don't know how many times Trump dad was like, Donald, you're just not, you're just, you're just the bad apple that fell from the tree. You're just not as bright as me and your grandfather and your, your siblings and the rest of the family. Like, he probably really, really took a lot of crap. So this is probably for him and his rich billionaire mind. This is probably a moment to sh- to show his family and to prove to his family. You know, like how, you know, uh, regular folks, we go get jobs and things like that. And, um, you know, may do something like go to college to prove to your family, like, no, I can't do this. 
Well, Trump has had so much money all his life, and they've been in such a mass, in front of a mass audience all his life, unconsciously, and, you know, around wealthy people all his life. This is his going to college to show his parents being the fucking president of the United States of America. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. It's true. So, I don't know, man. I'm at the point where I'm just like, you know, Donald may not be so bad. Because he never was bad. Everybody mad he's president. But another way I took it, anything is possible. When Donald Trump became the president, I started applying to jobs that I knew I wasn't qualified for. But I said, this got to be a sign from God. If you can see it and you can reach it, you can achieve it. And he saw it and he said, I I could really be the president. And look, he's the president. And I'm not mad. You know, I'm mad that that nigga is racist. I'm mad that he don't pay attention to the words that come out of his mouth. But I'm not mad that he saw opportunity and went for it. That is a story in itself. If we take away the differences, the negativities and all of those things, that's a story in itself. Like, dude, you really came up like you're just, a, you know, a, a, a spoiled child that was given an inheritance and you found ways to keep that money. He kept doing the foreclosures and things like that, but he found ways to keep that money. And then after years of having that money, years of television shows, you know, he got he had The Apprentice. He said, the next thing I could do is be a president. And I commend him. I wish I had the applause on here. I commend Donald Trump. I'm a black African-American male. And no, my tax bracket is not in favor of what he represents. But I commend him for just trying something that no idea what he was doing. And he actually won. So if that don't inspire you out there, I don't know what would inspire you. If Donald Trump becoming president don't inspire you, I don't know what will. I'm going to name this episode that. If Donald don't inspire you, I don't know what will. Because it's a dream come true for this guy. Like, come on. Only person that's not happy in that White House, White House is Melania. She's so damn mad. Ain't enough clothes in the world to keep her happy. She's like, all I wanted to do was just marry Donald. And now look, I am a part of the United States of America. <laughs> and 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 these are one of the reasons why it was so horrible to have Donald, you know, like talk about the, the free band and the travel band and all this thing. That was for Middle East, but then he wanted to build a wall for the Hispanics. And it just had to be weird because his wife, both of his wives, what, Ivanka? Or is that his daughter? No, 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 Ivanka. I remember, Ivanka, he had a wife named Ivanka Trump, I-V-A-N-K. And I know she was Russian. She had to be Russian. And then he got Melania. I don't know what she is, but she's not American. So it's just weird, all of these travel bans and things that he has going on because it's just like, bro, why are you doing this? Like, you love foreigners. And in reality, we kind of foreigners too. You know, your people probably from Europe. My people probably from Europe too, shoot, or Africa. You know, everybody thinks you're black people in Africa, but 
don't know, don't let me touch that because I ain't no historian, but I do know that African Americans have settled in Europe too before America, before we were the free world and this newfound country, there were African Americans who were not slaves in Africa, I mean in Europe. And there were African Americans who were slaves in Europe. And uh, yeah, so just a whole big mess if you ask me, but I just think that everybody needs to chill and just love each other and uh, just embrace each other because we really shouldn't have borders. Everybody should be able to travel this world how they want to travel. Like I should be able to go to Europe, uh, Switzerland, whatever I want to go with no jurisdictions, with no problems, you know? I mean, of course a head count would be nice. Okay, three people who were born in America are now in Switzerland. Yeah, that's cool because you know you want to keep count, but I definitely um, feel like we should be able to cross borders with no problems. But anyway, that was that, you know, I'm just, I don't know how I got on that rampage. Like it's just blowing my mind to just keep saying, okay, and the president of the United States keep having these meetings. It's just like, if I was Kanye, see, people don't pay attention. Kanye think he got that good wood. That's the problem. He think that he has that black man good wood, but what he don't realize about Kim, Kim always been with the black guys. So I wouldn't get too excited thinking that you got it popping like that, Yeezy. You know what I mean? Because Kim will still leave your ass for Donald Trump. And Donald Trump will leave Melania for Kim Kardashian right now. And that's that's what we're dealing with. So Kanye better wake up. But then again, no, he better wake up. Because I know Kim over here making it seem like it's all good in the neighborhood. But I've been, I was a fan of the uh, Kim Kardashian before keeping up with the Kardashians. Um when she was Paris Hilton's assistant. Actually, I wasn't a fan. I just was like, that girl, she's pretty. But she was very pretty and she was simple, simply pretty. I don't know if you guys remember Kim Kardashian. Um, Paris Hilton and Nikki, uh, not Nikki, that's Paris' sister. Nikki and Nicole with The Simple Life. Kim was an assistant then. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to acknowledge it, but she was. So Paris Hill, and I just went that dark, dark haired girl, so brown, that is um, around uh, Paris Hill. And she was the closest thing to black that Paris was around. Besides the rappers, no shade that Kim, Paris Hill in love. But yeah, so, um, you know, I've been watching Kim and things like that and I'm super proud of their success and I saw it coming and I'm happy for them that's a major major accomplishment to just be alive and stay relevant in this industry that is forever changing have they done some weird things of course like hello you know and have they sacrificed a lot of course have they dated half the men in basketball yes of course every sister and do they date every nigga that is African-American in the industry. Yes, they do. They sucked a lot of dicks. I can't even keep that clean. Ugh. And you know what? I was said this wasn't going to be no Howard Stern type of show. But they have. And I can't sugarcoat that. They have done a lot to be where they are. And, you know, that brings me to my next point. What are you willing to sacrifice 
to get to where you see yourself. As an entrepreneur, as a singer, as a songwriter, as a performer, and as a just all over mogul, you know, in the making, there has been moments where I could have advanced my career um, by doing certain things. But at what cost? You know, that's a gamble in itself because now at what cost? And then that only is so short-lived. I don't care, excuse me, I just show I don't care if you do it for 20 years. You're always gonna have to remember that you did something that just was out of your character or maybe it was in your character, but just out of character of just being a really great person. And maybe that's not where, maybe that's why I'm not where I need to be. I know a lot of people right now on Broadway stages that have done things to be on those stages they wouldn't consider it doing things because they would consider it mingling and whatever, you know, when you do little shows and everybody's hanging out in the hotel rooms, people are getting, you know, wasted and stuff. You don't necessarily say, hey, hey, you come in this room and you do what you do, you know, we'll be great acquaintances and I can help you get to where you need to be. But I do have eyes and I've seen and I've been offered situations and ways to be successful and it's just not worth it for me, you know? So, yeah, it's taking me a little time. And sometimes it just seems like it's not going to happen. But I know it's going to happen. And um, I'm excited for what's about to happen. Um, I just say to you guys listening, don't fall for anything and everything trying to have something I tweeted that um, two months ago. I was going through this contract, and right when everything I was everything I was about to go out the country and thing, everything fell apart. And in that moment, I was just like, you know, that's probably God telling you to call, sit down. You don't have to accept everything just because you are eager to be successful. You can wait and and see and feel things out. Including right now, I am literally um, in deliberations with a manager out here in Atlanta who wants to manage my music career. And um, I want to sign so bad, but there's so many things that's in this contract. It's eight pages of repetition. And I just got to make sure that each repetitive thing I correct and touch before I sign anything because even though it's repetitive, it's like, okay, well, on the first page, I corrected that one, but then on the third page, you said the same thing as the first page in a different way, and now I need to correct that too. My point is just because I do want to manage and I want to advance my career and I do want to take things further, I don't want to just take anything and the pressure, the real pressure of it all is like, Lord, if I don't take this contract, when will the next one come? But then it's like, well, you've been waiting so long, might as well keep waiting. But then it's like, dang, I'm tired of waiting. I'm really ready to go. I'm really ready to do what I want. I'm ready to do. Excuse me. I yawned again. Um, I'm really ready to do what I got to do. I'm ready to go where I need to go. But at what cost? I got to make sure things are right. So let's make things happen. But at what cost? Don't be the butt of all jokes. 
that's another reason why I wouldn't do Broadway. Um, to just thinking about it, because I know I touched on some of my friends who do Broadway, even acquaintances and people I know who doing off Broadway shows and the things that they do is just disgusting, and the way that they handle themselves is just disgusting. But it's like um, another reason I wouldn't do it because I sang high when I was coming up uh, younger, around younger, and the Broadway stars that I looked up to and worked with slightly. And I would consider these people mentors, not just because they're African-Americans, but because they're male African-Americans. And I found similar traits in our talents. And I really admire these people as well. Um, Mr. Billy Porter and Titus Burgess. I admire these people, but I saw how the industry treated them. And I wasn't willing to be treated that way. So I backed off. And when I say treated them, you know, Titus right now, doing 30 Rock dudes in California or everywhere he needs to be doing his thing but I can definitely say it came with the cost and sacrifices um same thing with Billy Porter you know back a few years ago they tried to blackball my man and say that he was just a diva well he is a diva and well rightfully deserved darling you know the things that he has set in place for these little black boys to be on stage even um what's my man name i just titus billy paved the way for titus too phenomenal amazing men but billy did that trailblazer you know for african-american men that were not as masculine or whatever and wanted to play the roles and things like that but had the voice i didn't want to be that i didn't want to be next up i feel like i could have been it was billy porter titus burgess and then there would have been kimar davis in musical theater and i didn't want to do that because i didn't want to sing high songs i didn't want to abuse my voice i didn't want to um be the token black guy that can well and when i say well you know like wow things like that you know um and holler and just you know just do things to prove that yeah i'm a good black guy no i want to sing in my regular and i want to be mellow tone um and i just want to just 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 groove out and relax and i don't want to hit the stage eight days a week um 10 11 shows a week um, just to say I'm on Broadway and to, to say I'm doing something. No, um, that was a cause for me and I wasn't willing to pay that cause. I commend Mr. Billy Porter and I commend Mr. Titus Burgess and I love them forever. But I wanted to go another route, you know, my pop music, my R&B, my radio. Um, and I do want to act as well. So those are the things that I want to do, but I think I'm going to not touch the Broadway stage unless they make a show about my life which would be amazing and uh, so many people would be surprised but it's a good story it's a good story right now we're not even in the meat of it the juicy stuff like we're still getting started and I could tell a good story about my life um so yeah I guess you know I just came to just talk about the the nonsense of what's going on how people got there and how if you stay your course and your route, you'll get there too. But what happens is we get fatigued and weary. You know, like I told you guys, I work at a restaurant and today it's Monday. I was supposed to go in at six o'clock. I couldn't get there till seven. I got to work. It was like, oh, well, you go home. It's slow. We don't need to be tonight. Little things like that. Like, I don't have to take that with a gift like mine. But I know what I want to do. 
And I know that if I stay the course and if I stay focused on what I want to do, I will get to where I need to be. So it's a little hard right now. And I'm, I'm kind of putting myself through things that I don't have to go through. But I, it's because of what I want is it, the sacrifice. Um, talk about another thing. I'm not getting into things just because it makes you better or whatever. Even my, my ex, my relationship, there's um, financial help there. But I would have to succumb and I would have to trans- uh, conform and transform myself and do things that I don't want to do and be a part of something that I don't want to be a part of anymore. And that's a whole world that I don't want to be involved in. And um, I want to stay my course. I like this life. I like it. I like the thought of me being a boss solely over myself and over other people creating a lane for people who don't like the BS just like me. I don't like certain BS and certain things that people put down. Um, you know, so maybe I could set a, a lane and be a, a, a trailblazer for, for people who want to be great and, you know, and do awesome things, but don't want to have to sleep with people and don't want to have to have a certain qualification of fun, you know, because people are using the word fun now for things that aren't so fun <laughs> and so exciting. You know, they're using these things to um, disguise what they're doing. No, I don't want to have your type of fun. I want to have my type of fun. I want to go Six Flags. I want to have cotton candy. I want to have popcorn. I want to have dinners and gatherings, movie nights, and just fun moments with artists and creative people. And uh, it's time out that the industry is just so nasty. And when I say nasty, like literally nasty, like a rated X, not even R, uh, porn, like in, in behind certain doors. And it's time out for that. Like if we want to make good music, let's make good music. If we want to do good shows on Broadway, let's do good shows on Broadway. Like why do we have to succumb to all of these um insane or just a shameful things to be what we want to be so anyway i'm not going to talk all night because that's not what i want to do but i definitely want to come and say happy monday and um as we go into tuesday and i also want to say don't sell yourself short because of opportunity trust and the lord and it will come and you'll be so grateful and happy that you waited because you'll be so charged up. Like right now, I'm ready for my email to pop off or I'm ready for some place that I've been in my past, the seed that I planted before to spring up and to blossom. Cause I planted a lot of good seeds on good ground. And you know, I've been waiting for harvest time and I think it's well overdue. You know, I got my basket out and I'm ready to pick my, pick my things that have grown and pop through the soil. And I um, say that to you guys, wait for your seeds to grow, wait for harvest time. If you believe that you planted good seeds in your life, in your past time, and you've been good to people and you've helped serve people, it will come back to you. You don't need to ask for a reward. You don't need to make a big deal about it. You don't need to remind people that you help. Just stay the course and it will happen. You don't have to do wayward things. You don't have to misbehave or um, do certain things that you don't believe that your mother would be proud of. How about that? 
things that your mother will be proud of and things that you know God sees and that he's not proud of. You don't have to do those things. Just wait and be patient. And I promise it'll work out. Um, everything is imperfect on my end, but it's coming together. And I thank God for being the glue to put the pieces together. I'm not perfect. I'm not right. I'm crazy. There's a, a lot of loose screws, I guess, if that's what you want to say. Or I just may be perfectly made in God's image. I may be perfect just the way I am in trying to find ways to be better. And that's why I keep messing up. So maybe that's for you too. You may be perfect the way that you are and you keep trying to find these things that'll make you better and you're ruining yourself. So I'm just going to leave you with that. Um, and I'm so glad that I got the log in for Monday and I would do an earlier post for tomorrow for Tuesday. God bless you guys. And, uh, you know, count it all, count every opportunity that you have, every loss that you have, every door that's shut in your face, every door that's open, count it all. Okay. God bless you guys. I love you.